From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, I hope you're having a great week. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for joining me here on the Inez Says podcast. You can find it all over the place including Spotify, the WDBO app, WDBO.com. You can also find me on the radio each and every day on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Right there during Orlando's news at noon, though I am hosting for Joe Kelly on Orlando's morning news over the next few weeks, having a good time doing that. And on Orlando's morning news last week, I chatted with Fox News host Brian Kilmeade, the host of the Brian Kilmeade Show, every weekday on WDBO at 9 o'clock. We did it last week, so I figured, okay, let's do it again this week here on the Inez Says Pod. And this week, I chatted with Brian about topics like LeBron James, vaccinations, and the CDC. Here's that chat now. We always enjoy catching up with Brian Kilmeade at this time on Wednesday. He is the hardest working guy in broadcasting. Brian, thanks for joining us, man. President Biden coming out yesterday and saying, hey, you know, we we don't have to wear masks outdoors now if you're vaccinated. I got to tell you, we down here in the great sunshine state, we're looking at each other going, wait wait a minute. Am I missing something here? Like we've been living in a common sense fashion for quite some time now, Brian. Yeah, you guys are. You don't know what it's like around the country, though. I mean, that you guys are extremely lucky. You you have this governor that says, make your own decisions, I'll give you the facts. We don't have that here. Uh, we just lead the nation in deaths and, uh, and exit strategies. And I wish I was exaggerating, but uh, I, I find it fascinating when people are in Florida, like, really? I can walk outside without a mask? No kidding. I can go uh, play my soccer game or my high school game without a mask? Uh, that's unusual. That's, that's a given. I can go compete in track and field without... Uh, trying to eat that uh, mass that's in front of my face because I'm trying to catch my breath in the 800. Uh, that's a given. Uh, not here. I mean, I, I watched a soccer game la- last night, and everyone's wearing masks. I mean, they, the players just dip it under their chin, and there's not much uh, enforcement. Uh, plus, they say two people can only go watch a high school game that's only going to attract 200 anyway in a, in a stadium setting. They could maybe seat 4,000. So um, we're watching idiots run us, and then these guidelines are so confusing and politicized. Uh, I'm even looking at Massachusetts with more uh, more practical guidelines than the CDC handed out. Keep in mind, CDC told us two weeks ago, if you're vaccinated, you cannot carry the virus. Mm. So if you cannot carry the virus, it doesn't matter if someone with you has been vaccinated or not. It doesn't matter if you're in a crowded stadium or not. You're in 28,000, excuse me, 14,000 in Jacksonville watching UFC fight. You guys had a huge uh, spring break, you know, controversial because a little bit of law and order problems, but there was no super spreader event. Texas, uh, the Rangers, sold out their stadium on opening day. Does anyone do any follow-up to see that there was nothing that spread afterwards because we're basically at herd immunity? I believe these Democrats and the president is the worst offender are holding on to this to keep us panicked. And it's inexcusable, unacceptable. I never thought it would happen here. Well, I got to tell you, I struggle with my decision to get vaccinated. I eventually did. I'm fully vaccinated, got my two Pfizer shots, but... Uh, Here I am still walking around with a mask at times and logic would dictate that I would get to throw my mask away. And yet I'm told that I still have to wear it in public places. So why even get vaccinated? 
We shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I got fully vaccinated too. I'm, why am I wearing a mask? Yeah. For what? Yeah. You know, it's like dress. It's like Halloween. <laughs> I'm going to wear this today. I hope you like my outfit. Yeah. You know, are you, are you kidding? It doesn't make any sense. By the way, uh, they said there's some downsides. Number one, you exhale for a reason. Your body wants to eliminate it. Number two, they're saying it could cause you gum problems. Yeah. Uh, gums receding, and and people find that when they go to the dentist. It's it's not a matter. Of, I mean, you could. But then they tell us if you stay home, if you stayed home during the first few months, like a year ago, today you hurt yourself because you weren't outside putting on weight. You weren't getting fresh air. Where they told us, you know, don't go go outside, go as outside as as little as possible. That was flat out wrong. So why do we expect anything to be right coming from these high this highly politicized CDC? Yeah. They, you know, everyone was blaming Trump. Wow, he's. You know, he's pressuring the FDA and he's pressuring the CDC. You know what he was saying? What are you guys doing? Get your act together. Why, why is the U.K. approving these vac- American vaccines be for us? What has taken so long? He had to put his foot on the gas and he had to rattle cages. They said he was politicizing. Now we find out what happens when you just let the scientists run with this and they're setting up policy contradicting each other all over the place. The biggest, the biggest waste of time is Anthony Fauci on an interview. You will learn nothing <laughs> and you will find that everything that you thought you knew is all wrong because he contradicts himself. Yeah, yeah. My eyes glaze over as soon as I see Fauci on an interview. Uh, Brian Kilmeade, you and I have something in common. We were both kind of reared in the business as sportscasters, and LeBron James, I'm sure you would agree with me, is certainly one of the best, if not the best, baller ever. Uh, Jordan, to me, is still tops, but LeBron is close. But what this guy did, LeBron did on Twitter last week, he tweeted, you're next in the picture of that Columbus police officer uh, who rightfully shot at that 16-year-old girl with the knife. What he did was that he put that police officer in danger. He put other officers in danger. And yet nothing yet from the NBA. What's your take on what LeBron did last week? I mean, does anyone think it was right? I mean, and is he getting a total pass from social media? Yes. Why is he not suspended? Yeah. Why is his account not frozen? Yeah. I mean, it, it makes no sense. I mean, people who said we should not be wearing masks uh, get suspended, right? So why he's saying you're next, and he deletes it with a half-hearted, somewhat qualifying series of words, not even an apology, and, and not a word from the league, they're afraid of him, and not a word from social media who shows if you were not convinced of a double standard, now you must be convinced of a double standard. And even if you plead your case, if uh, somebody out there does something and uh, they get suspended today, say, what about LeBron? You're not even going to get a response. So give up on social media being fair. But the most blatant example that everybody should give now as they go to work or this comes up uh, at your barbecue, which I I hope uh, we get permission to have on July 4th. I keep my fingers crossed. We can go to our cookout and drive there in our station wagon uh, if our president give us permission. Uh, Just bring that up. Yeah, I'll I'll comply with your rules as soon as LeBron James gets some consequences for what he did. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to be never. Look, I I hope when we look back upon this time in our history, we'll have a little chuckle with all the woke zaniness going on and all the the racialism, especially. And and my hope lies in certain people on the left side of the aisle. And I read a story yesterday about James Carville, even Carville, who like ten five. 15 years ago was like far left and now he's moderate. Carvel is saying, Hey, if we want to survive as a party, we got to stop all this woke stuff. 
And they said, you know, if it was, and he went on to say, you know, if Donald Trump was in, in different words, but if Donald Trump wasn't a polarized, such a polarizing figure that America was many cases uh, fatigued with, uh, they would have lost big time. Remember, you, you, they almost lost the House. No one expected that. By all accounts, the Republicans were supposed to lose the Senate. They should have held on to it. It defies logic to see they had to really shoot themselves in the foot to blow those two special elections, and they did exactly that. But having said that, he knows it. Their policies are not popular. Their tax uh, increases are not going to help be helpful. And now we're going to be looking at another $2 trillion spending program on top of sitting there trying to cancel everybody. I think the funniest thing is where they go after Tucker every night, expect him to get suspended, <laughs> and all he does is get new shows yeah and all right. it does is ratings go up right so there and bill maher has also been a voice of reason sure and i think you're going to find more comedians when they go back to the stage and they start doing their hbo specials and these people walk up to them and say yeah you can't include that yeah that that's going to be a problem mm. and these are elite comedians and they're going to say well wait a second uh we're going to dial this back how do we get here we started this and now we're being targeted by this carville's right I mean, he's right. I mean, those days of Bill Clinton cutting deals with Republicans, uh, balancing the budget reluctantly because both sides didn't get what they want, seem as though we're talking about our founding fathers. That's how long ago it seems. Real quick, I want to ask you about the Oscars. I, I won't ask if you watch because I, I think I know the answer. Um, we're talking a train wreck. First ever time viewership was below 10 million. Do you think that Hollywood, Brian, is getting the message that uh, America is not into their wokeness either? I hope so. Yeah. But they wouldn't have had those Oscars if they were getting it. For example, they didn't need this weekend, this past weekend, to know where this was heading. That Carville was 100% right because it, it was affecting them. You know, and the the Me Too movement was enlightening and educating. You're abusing women. You're abusing your power. Harvey Weinstein go to jail. I, I get it. I understand it. But now with this whole uh, that's politically incorrect, you cannot be, no longer be hired to work here and you can't be retained here. And if you come to work, I'm not coming to work like they're trying to do now with Simon & Schuster. If you had the, you know, that controversial Mike Pence, he's always out there drinking in bars and, and, and grabbing asses in strip clubs. <laughs> Uh, he, they, they don't want him to get a publishing deal. So it's still happening. But I think that the Oscars were bad movies. Nobody watched. They were all depressing. They did not rein in any of the acceptance speeches, all of which were political, as if they were saying, I know you're not going to watch, so we're just emptying the barrels. I'm curious to see if there's going to be a massive reset. Keep in mind, there was no real selling of these Oscars, number one. Number two, there was no host. So there was no host to like or dislike. There was no open. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? It, there was no music. It was, it was like a bad documentary. Yeah. And and, um, and and movies that one saw or cares about. And I'm reading these descriptions of the movies that were all depressing. I mean, what are you doing? Uh, I I just see that they just said let's them. They, there was, there's a saying that things have to get worse before they get better. I think on some level Hollywood said do whatever the hell you want. Then come back to me when you want to get your when you want to start selling the American people again. Yeah, well, I mean when I'm watching these people just ramble on and thank people, I go, wait a second, there's no there's nobody reining these people in at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I guarantee you, if Ricky Gervais were hosting, I would have been, I would have made the popcorn, I would have been in all night long. And thanks to Brian Kilmeade for the chat here on the Inez Says Podcast. Again, you can find me on the radio all over WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 doing Orlando's morning news for the next few weeks for Joe Kelly. And of course, the regular position there at Orlando's News at Noon.
I'm Scott Inez. We'll see you next time.